So I don't know if I got a chance to tell y'all about the little silly fine, crazy fine lady. Someone I call, you know, godmother. Type godmother. Um, but anyway. Sometimes I just think people are just crazy. Because I have no idea. Um, first of all, let me say this. If you tell them that certain, certain things are wrong with you, they try to combat with, oh, I got that too. And, you know, it's always a, a my condition or my issue is greater than yours type of situation. That's what you call a selfish person. Selfish. Narcissistic, really. That's what a narcissist is. It's to take the, 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 the viewpoint off of you and put it on them. And the issue that they would always come up with is, oh, I'm, 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 you're too young to do this. And I would always respond with, you're never too young. It's young people in the graveyard. It's people dying out of here in these streets, younger than I am. And you're talking about, are you too young? You're never too young. You don't tell God what's too young and too old. You don't. Things just happen. But I learned that the day that they blocked me, I was like, you know what? That was a prayer answer because I had just literally just prayed and the prayer was answered. The prayer was answered. I was like, God, I thank you. I didn't cry. I didn't lose no tears or anything like that. But I had previously had a conversation with several of my friends. It was several of us as colleagues. And we had we had literally had a conversation about her behavior and um, literally just had a powwow. <laughs> you know, we... I talked to several of my friends that work in different professional backgrounds and, and we literally talked about and, and did a slideshow comparison. I talked to a law student. I talked to a psychiatric, you know, one of my one of my uh, best friends and my godbrother is a psychiatrist. He worked in, you know, mental health ward as a, as a psych ward as a psych nurse. And so he worked in the mental health care and, and things of that nature. And so, um, he worked in the hospital, rather, as one of the psychiatric, I think it was a psychiatric, I don't think it was a doctor or something like that. But anyway, so we were talking and discussing about it, and, and you know, we was going through the list of things and the possibilities of, of mental conditions or issues that were going on, could be going on in her mind. Um, I've addressed it with several other people, try to get a 360 view, and, you know, I um, always ask the question, all I said, was I wrong or am I wrong? And the responses came back not because, you know, and I don't have yes men for friends. I have people who really just hold me to, you know, hold my feet to the fire. And if I'm wrong, they will tell me I'm wrong. And they, you know, because I believe in correcting my behavior and saying, like, hey, if I'm wrong, let me go in and apologize. However, um, the findings would suggest that, uh, no, I was not wrong. That she was looting me and she she's the one wrong. And so, um it's the way we think, I believe, that sometimes I sat back and I looked and listened to some things. And um the more I listened to them stuff and I was like, something's not hitting, something's not being conveyed correctly, something some something's off. And so I was being considered um, wrong, but something was off, and I didn't know what it was that was quite off. And so, because I didn't know what it was that was quite off, I was like, "No, something's missing. Something's off." And then, when the table turned, reverse the psychology come in. You were made to feel like you were off, 
then you were made to feel like you was crying and you was whining, but I really wasn't crying and whining. I was just stating the facts of some things. And, and um, you know, the sad part about it is, is that that's how narcissists do. They try to demean you. They try to crush your spirit. They try to make you feel bad. But hey, because I know what a narcissistic person is, I've seen one before. I've dated several of them. Um, yeah, I'd have been a fool to fall, fall for the prey of that. Um, I'd really like to see the outcome of their life um, from the ills that they've done. Um, I'd really like to see the outcome of their life and what, what they've done to other people and what they've said to other people. I really would love to see how this thing either backfires or how it pans out. Because, listen, there's nothing that you do inside of this lovely world that don't come back to you. That's why it's always, it pays to be good. It pays to be nice. It pays to be really kind to people. It pays to not put your mouth on people in a negative light. Because when it comes back to you, it's going to hurt. And it's going to hurt in the worst way. All right, guys. Let's step on the inside. And let's talk about some stuff. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Synergy. Jesus, that's what we talking about. Outcomes into positive energy. Listen. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, wonderful evening, wonderful afternoon. And y'all know if it's dinner time, I just want to taste your dessert. I want to taste whatever you're cooking is sweet in your kitchen. Let me taste your dessert. Kiss those babies on the forehead for me if they're going to, if you're putting them down to rest. And if you're starting your day, be safe on the road. Please, please, please. Don't run nobody out the road. And also, if you are um, in your office working, don't get caught listening to me rambling on this podcast. All right, guys. So, you know, I'm late intentionally. Late intentionally. Intentionally late. Intentionally late. So, I can't get my words out. Maybe because I'm just tired and drained and stuff like that. But anyway, guys, so. I was trying to get a lot of stuff done tonight and cook today and bake today. And, oh, Lord, you're talking about sleepy. I'm tired as night, so I'm out walking myself and the dog. I'm going to get the drink out of the soda machine. Come here. Come here. Stop it. Stop it. Y'all forgive me. My Jack Russell is barking at the deers. But anyway, so let me over Sprite this morning. So um I've been working really hard, guys, to get a lot of certifications in and you know, improve my life. You know, sometimes you got to improve your life, do better with your life than what you have been doing. And so that's what I decided to do. It was not like my life was spiraling into some dangerous, you know, area where I was on drugs or something like that, because that's not the case. I decided to to kind of up myself in life and try to get some certifications to make me kind of valid in some areas in the state. Because I realized one thing by working for the state and former employee of the state and current now sworn officer of the state, 
um, a commission officer to say, or still sworn because I had to make an oath. So I, I realized that, um, come back, that when I work for the state as a mental health nurse and I work in the federal government as a fraud agent, that if all these other little places shut down, you know, the state and the federal government are going to still function and the county still going to function. So I had to tie myself to the functional parts of the world, which is the state and the county. Because I couldn't tie myself to agencies that was not going to be functional. Um, especially in this day and age. And then when I say that, I want you guys to hear me clearly. Listen, it is better to have a needed and I always tell people this, you got to be needed, not desired, not thought about, and not just wanted, but you've got to be needed. Whatever you do in life, whatever career goal you have, whatever business idea it is, whatever you do for a professional service, it has to be a need. Whatever you tie yourself into for purpose to keep wealth coming into your household has to be a need. You can anchor yourself to a number of different irons and have them in the pot. You can have at least 80 different irons in the pot. And that's just what you can do. However, out of five of those 80 irons, something need to be a need. Five of those need to be a need. And they need to be a need of something that is consistently needed on a daily basis, meaning that it is something that people can need or utilize as a service. You want your stuff to be utilized as a service. That's why it's so important that we get education, so important that we we um, go to school, it's so important that we invest into our youth and invest into our own knowledge. You ain't too old or young, get your wrinkled self up, get your achy bones and arthritis bones up and go and get you some college degrees and college certifications. Get you some surge up under your belt. Get some up under your belt. Bring your value up. Make yourself valuable, more valuable than what you are. Listen, I understand we got to crawl before we walk, but you better be crawling and studying. And when you walk in, you better be still studying. Do not ever stop learning, people. This is why when I got all of my degrees, I didn't stop with my master's. I'm on my way right now to starting to do my dissertation in school. You've got to see the value in your life. You've got to see the work in your life. And the thing is, is this. Another thing I want to say, stop trying to live out the visual or verbal or nonverbal expectations of those um, others, that, of people that, 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 um, that, that are in your life. Stop trying to live out the expectations they have of you. This would be your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. Let me tell you something. The only person died, buried, and rose for your sins is Jesus Christ, or whatever deity you 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 represent. That's the only that's the only thing that should have the power to control decision making in your life. Your parents' job is to raise you, teach you, train you, and put you and cultivate you. That you know right from wrong. You know how to survive. You know how to pay your bills. You know how to build a family. You know how to start a family. That's the job of your parents. Once that job is done, let me tell you something. If you hit roadblocks in your life, they should be able to advise you. That's what they should be able to do. But once you start making decisions or being able to make decisions for your life, 
you should be able to make those decisions and um they should be un they should be able to be made without being disrupted you have the right to decide for you and you alone and so one of the amazing things is, is when you when you invest into your life you're investing into your future you're investing into your dreams and your aspirations listen let me tell you something you should not live vicariously through your parents matter of fact let's do an affirmation real quick let's pause for a moment and and i want you to just hit the next just just pause just pause for a moment okay because we got to do an affirmation okay we have to do an affirmation all right team y'all ready let's affirm some things in our lives because we got to break some cycles we really have to break some cycles and so let's start first of all let's start now if you're an adult and if you have been raised by your parents and they raise you well then this affirmation is for you this is for you um this is for all people who have been raised well mannerable people who are mannerable um who said yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir these type of people that's what i'm talking to so let's help you sever this generational curse or this manipulation or this controlling spirit that's trying to keep you locked hostage to some parents who are trying to basically live vicariously through you so that's why they're trying to control you you ready let me whip my throat with some salt with, with some um not salt but with some sprite real quick i want you to breathe in and out twice just take two two or three to um two or three two or three deep breath deep breath in breathe through your mouth eat and breathe through your nose you know take that breath in through your mouth and breathe through your nose just let it out in and out and i want you to let your stomach fill up with the air when you do that so if you you did it, let your jaws do it try it again because what i want you to do is you're releasing you're releasing you're breathing in through your mouth or you can breathe in through your nose and breathe out your mouth and relax the machine in through your nose and out of your mouth in through your nose and out of your mouth now you can continue to do it or you can just do it those two or three times but anyway listen this is what we're affirming and we have to mean this all right because we're going to affirm set our intentions and we're going to manifest all the same all in one one little while we're going to hit it all together all right all right i am free from the bondage of my family i am free from the bondage of my elders i have been raised to be who i am as an adult as a human being i am no longer obligated to live under the thumbprint the index finger the point any finger or control of my elders my parents no longer have a control over my life they are not major decision makers nor major players in my life they are advisors and i have the due diligence right to either receive their advice or ignore their advice if my parents deem it necessary to try to control me with money things or try to smother me out because i don't follow their path then they're free to go on their way because i no longer am obligated 
to adhere to a prison system that I have been freed from, I have graduated from, so I free myself. I free myself from controlling fathers, from controlling mothers, from opinionated fathers, from opinionated mothers. I am not what they say. I will never fail based upon how they feel about the decisions that I make in my life. I will never falter no matter how they feel about me. I'm going to rise beyond the ill thoughts that they have towards me. As a matter of fact, everything ill they've spoken or said privately in conversations in my presence or in my absence is only the things that they feel about themselves and the failures that they have about themselves. None of that represents me, my character, or where I'm going. Therefore, I am asserting my presence into my future. I am declaring that I am going to have everything that I want. I'm going to have an abundance. And if, if failure comes in my life at any time, there is a lesson to be learned and there is a lesson to be taught. Therefore, that means to me that I am learning what I failed at, why I failed, that I can teach others how not to fail. If I run into mistakes, I do not have to crumble and walk away from what, I run, what my mistakes are, but I learn from them. I am better than failures. I am better than mistakes and errors. I am a human being with feelings. I will make mistakes, and there's nothing wrong with that. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me broken. It keeps me humble. It keeps pride away from my life. When I rise to the top, and I will do that very soon and very quickly, I'm going to help those that need my help. I'm not responsible for carrying people who should have carried themselves. I am not obligated to carry a family who should have carried themselves. My money is not my brother's money. My money is not my sister's money. My money is not my mother's money. My money is not my dad's money. If I have it and I have explored my life with my finances, lucratively, I can go back and support those who are in need and not in terms of manipulation. I have moved myself beyond the eye gates and ear gates of ill conversation to try to mind warp me, manipulate me, control me, and distort my opinions and viewpoints of who I really am. I will never be what the opinions of others say that I am, but I would always be better than that. And every opinion that they have of me is just the jealousy format that they have that they never put themselves into discipline to achieve what I discipline myself to achieve. I'll never be them and they'll never be me. Therefore, I'm going to manifest these five things for the next five days over my life. I'm going to manifest wealth, prosperity. I'm going to manifest greatness. I'm going to manifest peace. I'm going to manifest love. And while I do that, I'm going to set my intentions. I'm going to set my intentions now. And I'm going to lock all of this stuff, all of the desires that I have, I'm going to lock it in. And my intentions are going to be well, and they're going to be intuitive. I'm going to do everything that's right, everything that's right towards me. I'm going to be a steward of all that I desire. I'm going to be a steward of all that I wish, and I'm going to be a good steward of all of it. Not just any steward, but a good steward. If it's love, I'm going to be a good steward. If it's life, I'm going to be a good steward. And most importantly, I'm going to live to see the seeds that I've sown manifest before me. My harvest will forever be my harvest, and nobody can take it away from me. My life will forever be successful because the higher power, the God that I serve, shines on me. 
I trust them with my life and the opinions of others in my family, the opinions of my parents, my mother, my father, my grandmother, my grandmother, my grandfather, my aunts, my uncles, they don't matter. If it's not advice, if it's not constructive criticism intended to uh, manipulate me, if it's not if it's not intended to manipulate me and control me and warp my mind, then it is received well. But anything to control my decision making, to get their desires to run in my life, will fail. It'll never work. These are my intentions. I set them in stone, and I'm gonna manifest these things because I'm gonna call them forth every day. When I wake up in the mirror, I am wealthy. I'm love. I'm light. I am everything. I am success. I am great. I am everything that I believe in me to be. And you are too. Woo, child, we had to come back. We had to set some stuff in stone real quick. Like, cause listen, I'm learning. You can't just be talking about stuff and I have something put in place to kind of block the roadblocks because I believe this. Whatever you're releasing into the atmosphere, there are some things, there, there, there are some spirit beings that's out there trying to hijack what you say. And even though there are people that are not around you when you say certain things that are positive for your life, them spirit beings drop this little stuff in the, in the, in the people's ears and, and they, they go back and sitting in conversation with you, they say it to you in a negative tone or try to block it. You know, you got people that try to roadblock everything and hinder everything that you do, but you got to mm, set your intentions and, and make sure you are going to manifest. And when I say manifest, stop saying that I'm going, ooh, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to stop saying it and put a date on some stuff. Put a date on it. Put a time on this stuff. Put a time limit on this stuff. Let me tell you something. The very importance, uh, uh, the, the importance about time time stamping your feelings and your emotions. It's very important to time stamp your feelings and emotions. Guys, and if I'm rambling in some areas, just look over because I am sleepy. Um, but I wanted to do this podcast to kind of help you help, you know, go ahead and get it out. Um, but uh, one of the things that you want to do is, is that it's, it's very important that we understand feelings and emotions. You've got to be able to control your feelings and emotions. Not only control your feelings and emotions, but you have to really put some things in its place in its own perspective. Like sometimes this includes people, not just things and 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 priorities around your house, but this includes people as well. First, let me explain something to you. All right, so I don't know if I talked about it, but I shared this earlier about Tasha and Keisha um, on the podcast about the, 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 the narcissistic individual. But anyway, so in case this narcissistic individual, um, I had prayed a prayer. No, I had prayed. After I did that podcast, I prayed a prayer. I said, God, this person here, you know, I've been praying anyway, like after hearing what they said and what they said and how, you know, I can't even paint a picture in the words about a, a person who, laughs at or mocks, um, just mocks somebody that's sick or has something negative to say or always has something. You know, been there watching the set of business. Everybody else's business is none of my business. And when you're negative towards somebody's business and all this stuff, something is wrong with you. You lost your humanity. And I was praying. I was like, you know, not intentionally praying them Although I did thought about writing a prayer to 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 have the Lord just completely just 
separate some stuff. If you ever know the power of writing your writing your prayers, let me tell y'all something. The power of writing your prayers, oh my God. If you ever want something to move for your life, write your prayer. Don't pray it out loud. Don't pray it. Write it. I mean, write it. Write your prayer down. Write your prayer down. Write it in, as a letter to God. Write it. And, and you'll see the power of what manifests out of it. The power of it. Because it comes from a sincere place in a way. So I prayed the prayer and I was like, okay, God, I want you to just move on. If anything or anybody don't need to be in my life, get them away from me. I don't need no negativity in my life right now. I'm, you know, I was in the middle of state certifications. I was trying to get all of this stuff done. And, you know, these little quizzes, these tests aren't easy. They're mind-boggling. And I'm going from two hours to four hours to two hours to four hours. You know, I'm going back to back to back to back to back to back. And I'm going from test to test to test. And so literally, literally, when I tell you, I honestly was like, okay, God, why in the world am I fighting so hard um, <laughs> with the, these tests? And so, you know, the narcissistic individual was texting me, and I wasn't able to answer. So three days went by, and then finally, you know, when I was able to go to the bank and, and, and get a cashier's check and mail off my certification to the state and all this stuff, I went to call and respond to them after they sent me something about Mike Tyson, and I, I haven't had time to see none of that. And, you know, and I was like, I was like, I called them and I was like, well, dog, well, maybe the phone is dead or something. So I text them and then, you know, so I start calling back and I, you know, it's funny. Some was like, go look on Facebook. So I went on Facebook and they don't block me all on Facebook. I said, well, dog. But that is where I realized and I stopped back and I said, well, God, this prayer I prayed worked very fast. Sometimes you have to pray and let God do the rest. I don't know who you worship, but sometimes you have to pray and let God do the rest. Listen, stop trying to fight with people, argue with people, debate with people, and it ain't about fighting and arguing. Stop trying to have a conversation with a spirit. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even going here. Stop trying to have a conversation with a spirit. Demons will never comprehend the will of God. And God forbid if this person has no God, because if they have no God, they have no guidance. They have no structure. They are lawless creatures in the earth. And the reason why we know them to be lawless creatures in the earth is because you got some something that you there's a reference to that you you you, you call on something that you something that you you are submitted to something that you're submitted to. Whether it's your alcohol, whether it's your doctors, you're submitted to them. And people don't realize that submission has nothing about giving up your willpower. It's about agreeing. It's about coming to an agreement with what somebody says. And um, when you are submitted to someone or something, you are coming into agreement with what they say and you're obeying or you're following the instructions that they give you. And so one of the things that we have to be mindful of is that we, as people of human beings, are submitted. And we may be not submitted in a way that we think we are, but we are indeed submitted in a number of ways. There is not one person in this earth that does not have a deity. I don't care if you are non-theist or you are atheist. 
you are submitted to something because to submit means to not just serve and come. it means to come in agreement you 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 don't come in agreement you have to come in agreement with these things if you're submitted to them. so when you're submitted to something or you're obedient submission means obedient as well all right so when we look at When we look at um, the word submissive, it means ready to conform to the authority or will of others, meekly and obedient or passive. It is basically coming into agreement. You are coming and you're agreeing. So what is what is worship to a deity? It's coming to agreement. You come into agreement with what that de- what that deity stands for, what the rules are, what the laws are, whatever that deity, if that deity says smoking is a sin, you believe smoking is a sin. Whatever the deity believes that is wrong, you believe it's wrong. When they believe it's right, you believe it's right. So when you come into agreement, when you come into agreement with your doctor, you're submitted to your doctor. That is a form of worship. Because it's obeying, um, it's obedient, obe- it's, 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 it's providing, submitted. Um, you're not coming again, but you're coming into agreement. And so some people are, uh, uh, bite my head off for that. But anyway, I just thought I would share that with y'all this morning. But anyway, so you have to understand that when you're dealing with you as a human being, back to what we were talking about before, because we, we had to set some 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 ground rules here for a minute now we was doing some stuff but you've got to understand that when you have um when you have people in your life that should not be you have to let them go there's a time for everything and there are things that you should be grateful for when people block you delete you cancel culture you out of cancel culture you out of their phone and their life be okay be fine because the truth of the matter is is this they did you a favor only people people only people who block people in their phone or out of their life is either not able to control you sick of you they are mad that you don't agree with them or you won't come and agree with their mess they don't understand you they misjudge you they are narcissistic individuals, or they just have an issue. Now, there's sometimes people will block you because you're the problem. We ain't going to put it all on them. Sometimes you're the problem. Sometimes you're anal and agile. Sometimes you're very anal and agile. And and some people will call you bitter. Some people will call you, like, had a narcissist. The narcissist just, did, just blocked me. She called me bitter because... I was always, you know, I was honest about status, statistics and, and data and things like that. You know, I want to, you know, I and for me, I believe in facts and, and she didn't understand. She's like, you know, she tried to conflate the fact that, that I got like that when I started my PhD. But I've always been a person of fact. I look up stuff in a minute and prove you wrong real quick. Like, now, I may not get verbal with it, but the more I start hearing you tell all these lies and coming up with these fluff stories, I'm going to get sick of it after a while and say, no, you ain't going to keep lying about you. Let me stop you right here. But sometimes we have to own the responsibility. We have to own the responsibility of our actions and our behavior. And sometimes we 
Sometimes we will never own the responsibility for our actions, our behavior, and sometimes we will. And so here's the thing that we have to understand is that, let me tell you something, regardless of how someone views you, how someone feels about you, listen, if they decide to walk out of your life, let them be happy and go about your business because they did you a favor. They did you a favor. Even if you were wrong, they did you a favor. They did you a favor to keep you from acting like a monkey and coming out your character. Number two, they did you a favor because now you are at peace. You can accomplish some stuff. You can rebuild and reestablish some relationship. Let me tell you something. You never know the people that you have alienated by being connected to people that drain you unnecessarily. There's way too many people out here that we are allowing to drain us unnecessarily, bringing us foolishness, garbage, just unnecessary dumb junk. And you don't need that in your life. You don't need waste in your life. We have a 30-foot dumpster in our, in, in our yard right now. And, and anything that we don't need is going in that dumpster. This will be a second round for that dumpster. So I want you to understand me when I say this clearly. Stop trying to hold on to people, places, and things that are not meant for your betterment that are not meant for your success, that are not meant for who you are. Listen, you don't need to be associated with anything that is more toxic than poison ivy itself. Anything that is more toxic than belladonna tea, leave them alone. And there's nothing more toxic than word toxicity. We got arsenic poison and all kinds of other poisons out there, but word toxicity can kill you slowly and fast. So you got to be able to stand and say, you know what, it's going to hurt me to let you go, but you got to go. I've had to kill, kick several people out of my life, but I've learned over the years that sometimes you don't have to kick people out. You let them kick their stuff out and you just sit back and just go on home. Just go on home. Get quiet and just go on. Go on. And that's what you have to do. And I've learned that getting quiet and going on is better than responding better than getting distracted and losing your focus at anything. But I want you guys to understand this clear as day, and that is we are better than our circumstance and our situation. Listen, I don't care how nobody feels about you. There's two, three sides of every story. Your side, their side, and the truth. And I promise you, the truth gonna either tie into you or them. And, and so after they've spread all their lies, just remember, you don't have to prove or defend not a nail lie but they'll be judged and handled appropriately for every lie that they told about you or told on you. It's going to, listen, payday's going to come, and when it comes, it's going to eat them from the inside out. And you got to so you got to understand that that's what we call guilt. We call conviction when it's eating you from the inside out. And so you got to understand that there's things that, that will take place in your life, and there are things that won't take place in your life, but there's things that will take place in your life that don't feel good and things that will feel good, but you got to understand the most important part of all of it, and that is this. Hold your head up. You don't owe nobody nothing. If you are an adult, you've lived your life and you've done right by other people, hold your head up. Hold your head up. Love people for who they are. If they lie to you, let them be liars but without you. But hold your head up, baby. Hold your head up and live your life. Live your best life. You understand me? Live your best life. All right? Because at the end of the day,
they are things that, that people want from you or want out of you that you just are not supposed to give them. And one of those things is you don't give up your soul, the rights and privileges to control your life to anybody. You don't do that. And if they don't accept you for who you are, let them go. Let them go. And they'll be all right. And you're going to be all right, too. And life goes on. Okay? All right, guys. I'm going to leave you with this because it is 1.37 in the morning. And it's Thursday morning. I am sleepy till I'm staggering out here. And so um, I just wanted to make sure I did this podcast. But I love you guys. Kiss those babies for me. Good night or good morning. Um, once again, y'all, thanks for listening to this episode of Synergy, the first we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. Go out and tell somebody, listen, get rid of the people in your life that ain't doing you no good. Get rid of them. And just an update on my um, process of grieving. Um, it's not as bad as it was, but I still have my rough moments. And, um, yeah, sometimes it's unbearable. Sometimes it is bearable. But, hey, such is life. I'll heal in due time and due course. All right, guys, I love you. And I'll see you guys on next hump day. Peace.